Hey, DPB gang, what is going on? Welcome back to this episode of the Wednesday Word featuring my pal B-Rad, David Bradley. You can hear him rant, rave, and deliver some amazing strategies over on his podcast, Cardone Solutions, available on Anchor and everywhere where fine podcasts are heard. Before we dig into today's Wednesday Word, I would love to connect with you over on LinkedIn. I'm having so much fun over there. I don't know why, but I just like uh, that my posts get seen. So if you like your posts getting seen too, hey, join me over on LinkedIn. I would love to um, see what you are up to. And who knows, maybe we will have a mind meld. Uh, maybe not, but it's worth exploring over on LinkedIn at Michael Cirillo. Are you on LinkedIn? Be right. I am. What's your LinkedIn? My LinkedIn, I think it's just David R. Bradley. David R. Bradley on LinkedIn. We're going we're gonna to link up in the show notes so that you can connect with both me at Michael Cirillo and at David R. Bradley, hashtag BRAD. You know what? Actually, it's just David Bradley. My bad. Oh, no R. R. That's my middle name. Kill the R. What is your middle name? Ruben. Robert. Robert. Dang. Robert was going to be my next thing. All right, man. Well, I'm excited. Uh, for those that are just joining us for the first time. The Wednesday word is where we look at a particular word. I don't know what they are in advance. David Bradley curates these words from what, what do you use? Dictionary.com. Well, I, you know, the, the initial was me just spitballing words yeah. and just coming up with a list. And I came up with like 130. Oh. Um, and then I just go grab, I just hit, uh, I Google it first. Yep. If I'm not hundred percent satisfied with what Google's serving up. I'll go to Webster. Yeah. All right. Cool. Online etymology. Yeah, there you go. So we we pick a word. Well, David picks a word. He throws it at me. We discuss it. We look at the etymology of the word, where it came from, its origins. And, you know, the surprising thing is there are some really cool conversations that stem from this completely unscripted in the DPB way uh, about how you can apply that word to your life, how you can get the most out of that word. And And it's crazy, not just the power of language, but the power of applying a single word so you know the best part about these conversations though no what's that well sometimes we go so deep and even though you're up there in alberta i'm down here in california it just feels like we're almost in the exact same room (laughs) so for those that are watching this podcast we had this this crazy idea uh i just got the new studio set up i'm super pumped about being in this new space um, it's all warm and makes me all warm and fuzzy. And we're like, you know, it'd be kind of funny is if you took a, a screenshot of my space and then made it your background. And that's exactly what he did. And it looks so good. <laughs> oh, man, it kills me. Let's get uh, some views on YouTube with that. So all of you listening, go go fire up YouTube or where are you putting the video? Yeah, it goes everywhere. YouTube. Okay. LinkedIn, we grab snippets, we put them on LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere. So everybody's going to be able to see this when we drop them. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> right right down to the, like, almost to the degree, you know, in, in some ways, your background actually looks a little bit better because it has the, the nice, like, bokeh blur. <laughs> like, the lights are blur. Like, everything. I, I wish there was a little more lens blur. Like, but I almost... Okay, quick, quick, funny story, and then we'll, we'll dive into this. I almost feel like I could touch the... Na- the Napoleon Dynamite figure that is in my studio and in real time it would move on your side. That would be like that's how good this like looks. David Wayne stuff right there. The funny story is back years ago, like we're talking 10, 11, maybe 12 years ago, 
this is when Google Street View was first becoming a thing and when the, the cars had just gone around. And I was living in Vancouver, British Columbia at the time, and I was visiting one of my aunts and uncles. And I thought it was hilarious because I, I had looked up one of my other uncle's home addresses and it just so happened that the Google Street View vehicle passed his house and took a picture at the perfect time. He was out front mowing his lawn with those big, massive, you know, the headphones with the AM radio antenna. And so I'm telling them about this. Uh, I, so I'm visiting my other uncle and aunt and I'm telling them about this. And they weren't quite grasping the concept that these were pictures that had already been taken. They thought it was a live view. So the minute I pull it up and show them their address, my uncle leaps from the kitchen table, runs to the front door, opens the front door and starts waving his arm. Hey, what am I doing? Can you see me? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Am I moving? Yeah. It was the funniest thing. Um, so that kind of reminded me of it, of me like picking up my Napoleon Dynamite and like magically seeing it move on your end. Um, that has nothing to do with the Wednesday word, but hey, we're so glad you guys are still here and joining us for this because we're about to dig in. I'm turning it over to B-Rad. What is today's Wednesday word? Today's word is energy. Energy. Okay, energy. so this is interesting because this is the first time I feel like the word is not a trifecta of sorts that ties into maybe the previous week's word. Even though, I mean, you could. We could draw some parallels. But like this is like a I feel like this is a fresh new word. Yeah. So yeah, last the last three weeks we did discipline, mindset, and skill. Those three things are like Yeah. They all go hand in hand together. So we're right. we're into a new a new deal. Energy. So yeah. what what can you tell me about energy? What's the what's the deal with energy? Well, I think so what I love about these definitions is that you know, so often you hear a word, you use it all the time, you see it all the time, and you never really, maybe you take it for granted, you just forgot like truly what it means, where it came from. And so like, when you dig into some of these just common, regular old everyday words, it just changes maybe how you see it. Um, I put together some ideas or some actions to, to take about energy uh, for everybody as well. So, but the definition, when you look at it, it's uh, the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. Interesting. I'm pulling it up on my phone. The next definition is going to be power derived from the utilization of physical or chemical resources, especially to provide light and heat or to work machines. Hey, well, you don't want to talk about that one, me being in Alberta and them shutting down energy. Right. Yeah. Or here in California, where in the rest of the United States, the price of gas is like a nickel. And uh, here in California, it's still three fifty a gallon. <laughs> that's what that's the ocean tax. Yeah, that's the gorgeous live by the ocean tax. Well, yeah, but say that to the guy in you know, Palm Desert. Well, you know, but that's the you get to golf year round tax. Yeah, it's. Don't get me started. I got a lot of energy on that. But, uh, and then in physics, right? So the, and that's where we really get to. So when you look at the definition in physics, it says the property of matter and radiation, which is manifest as a capacity to perform work, mm. such as causing motion or the interaction of molecules. You know what I like about this? 
this, I mean, there's so many things about this and getting into this, the, the physics of it. Um, the example they use is a collision in which no energy is transferred or what we experienced at 10x, a collision in which massive amounts of energy are transferred. Mm-hmm. In other words, this, considering this, this, there's this thing that we can feel, that we can see evidence of, um, that we can experience, and that can be transferred from one thing to another or one individual to another, or can be taken away. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty crazy. I mean, we've all been around people, leadership, coworkers, maybe even loved ones, in a lot of ways, loved ones who can actually take energy away, sap it, kill it. Yeah. Um, I was reading years ago, I was reading an interesting article about energy. This and this is kind of this gets into the metaphysical a little bit, but you know, like when somebody when a loved one passes away and and those that are still here feel like they have visions or they like, oh, I saw grandpa walking down the hall or like I, you know, um, oh, yeah, I totally believe in that. Yeah. So there was there was also this this interesting thing as it pertains to energy, because it was talking about this concept of uh, holographic energy. So basically this concept of like, you know, do you still have something of theirs? Did you, have you not gotten rid of their clothing yet? Did you not get rid of their bed sheets or like things of that nature? Because there's, there's, they're actually finding that there's this, this energy that's left behind in those things that because that energy is still in the house, it causes you to feel or tap into that. And this is like really crazy and I'm not doing it justice, but I thought that was interesting that that energy can transfer from me to an object and remain in that object. Well, that's, I'm not sure where you read that article, but I have a a friend of mine that I did theater with for many years and his parents are are actual parapsychologists, like real ghostbusters. And they actually, one of the theories that they have, and not all the time, but for the apparition that a lot of people see, some, they believe that, uh, for a lot of people, a lot of spirits or souls, that when you pass, if the energy of the moment is so powerful, it leaves a mark like a negative on a photograph right, or an imprint. And so, and, and that sometimes when the conditions are right, and that could be, maybe there may be some scientific stuff we don't understand, but when the conditions are right, it's there and it presents itself. Yeah. Super crazy. Now, I wonder how... Because you are the master of segues. You are the master of tie-ins. T- tie this back into what you wanted to talk about with energy. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> well, so, but, but that's the question, though. Like, what is energy? It's something that propels you to move. Right. Right. Or, and what I, what, what's interesting to me, and, and I'll be the first to say I don't, I, I am challenged with this sometimes. What does it mean to like not have any energy? Like, how yeah. do you say I don't have, you know, I'm out of energy or I, I'm not motivated or what have you? It's like the exercise that I want to give folks is to like just to inventory how much energy you have. And so that got me like thinking. Um, the number of atoms in a human body 
It's the number seven, followed by 27 zeros. <laughs> seven, zero, yeah. 27 more. Yeah, right. Okay, so, and then and we all know what happens when you split an atom. Right. You level a city. Yeah. Or you right. power the city. Right. But the energy is the same. And that mm. power is in you. So, you know, like yesterday, I'm out on a run. Mm -hmm. And I'm about two-thirds into it. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to go anymore. I'm out of energy. No, you're not. It's a, you can't be. How can you be, you know? And, and, and if we bring that even into, like, the actual physicalness of it, if you take just my, my body or just anybody. Let's say you take a 200-pound guy and he has 10% body fat. How many pounds of fat's on it? 20, right? right? Yeah. There's 5,000 calories in a pound of fat. Yeah. How much energy are you carrying on you? Right. In, in directed, not being directed, no purpose. Yeah. So well, that brings up. Tap it and use it. Yeah, that, that brings up something interesting because, I mean, there's a lot of people moving around feeling burned out. Oh, man, I'm so burnt out. So or, I'm so tired. I, you know, we've all had experiences in the last three months where you might have felt burned out. I know I know I was like, oh, man, like I'm, I'm feeling more tired than normal. And then crap hits the fan or whatever, however you want to call it. And miraculously in an instant go from the feeling that way to being so rejuvenated, so full of energy, so full of drive, so full of motivation that I end up pumping out more content than I've ever pumped out. I end up having more conversations than I've ever had. I end up writing two books, dude. Like I end up writing, generating more leads than I've ever generated for all the lead zombies out there. I end up doing so much more than I thought I was capable of literally 48 hours previous. And I'm the same dude. And, and this ties into what you like this. This is why this hits me. I'm the same dude 48 hours ago, but now I'm moving with purpose and that fill that ignites the energy. Yeah. So Grant has this, like the best response to burnout. Are you a candle? No. No. So you can't burn out. Yeah. You know, and that does take us into, took me a minute to get to the segue, but that does take us to the reality of the situation is that we are all infinite beings having temporary human experience. There is so much more going on energetically than we know or even care to understand. Yeah. Right. But you can't burn out. You can't, you know, burn the candle at both ends. No, you're not a candle. Where's the word come from? Love that question. Um, it is actually started getting used in the mid 16th century, and it was denoted or denoting force or vigor of expression. And then it's Latin or Greek root, uh, meaning work. Just straight up, just work. Mm -hmm. Aragon, 
mm. or Ergen. Interesting. So why, when and why did we adopt it and use it the way that we're using it right now or in the context of uh, the way we're using it right now? So I'll probably mispronounce it, but it's Energia or Energia. And the N means within in the Greek roots. And then ergon means the work. So it's within work. Hmm. So when you think about like typical energy or physics, where maybe you look at water going through a wheel, spinning a turbine, right? Combustion, those kind of, that, that would be work or work capacity energy. So when you go back to the initial definition, the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity, that's what we're talking about. It's effort with purpose. Mm. Now we're talking. Yeah. That, that's what I'm taking away from it. That's, that's, I mean, you know, it's funny just before we hopped on a guy that I really look up to that I've reconnected with. Um, you ever heard of Jordan Harbinger? He used to do a podcast. It was one of the biggest podcasts in the world, the art of charm. Um, he like latter part of 2018, his business partners basically reached, sent him an email and was like, you're fired. You're done. And it was like, what? He's completely blindsided by it. Now he's gone on. He's, um, he felt lost for a bit, right? No income, no show, no, like everything that he's built over the last 11, 12 years. Next thing that happens is he realizes, wait, but I, I, moved with intention to build a network and now so this is 2018 i moved with intention for 13 years or however i think it was 11 between 11 and 13 years i moved with purpose in other words i exerted effort with intention to build a network and that network has saved him because now he's got the jordan harbinger show he's interviewed everybody from kobe bryant to whoever six six point one million downloads a month like just crazy exploded. And so he actually just, he, he texted me um, and I was telling him about how I'm doing one of his programs. And, you know, he was asking, he was asking me questions about how I was enjoying it and all that kind of stuff. I was like, awesome. And we we're talking about it, but that's the big thing that comes to my mind is moving, it, exerting energy with purpose and, and what can happen when you do that. Think of how many dudes are rolling into the store who don't know why they're there, haven't figured out, don't have clarity on why they're showing up every day just to, just to sell cars. And I mean, there's a massive opportunity delivered on a silver platter for people who choose to take it to exert energy with purpose, with intent to just absolutely accelerate their growth. So, and growth, right? Evidence of energy output. Correct. I've been talking yeah. to um, clients a lot about, <clears throat> I may turn this into a podcast of my own so I could even test it out here. Um, like the thing about salespeople and managers, like the relationship, and I'm glad that this is a great place to actually do it since we're talking about energy and growth. Mm -hmm. That I feel like it, from a leadership standpoint, if you can view sales and your sales team as you, from like a farmer's perspective, Right. You know, a lot of people, you know, like if you see salespeople as crops, 
that produce. So stay with me on this, right? So like <clears throat> you bring in a new hire, they're a seed, plant the seed. You got to plant that seed in like fertile soil. Right. Right. Um, then you need to water it. You need to nurture it. And then it's going to sprout. Then it's going to grow. And you got to keep watering it. You got to keep nurturing it and then cultivating. And then eventually it bears fruit. Right. But not necessarily right away. And so, but you're not done. Once it starts bearing fruit, because if you stop watering it, if you stop nurturing it, what happens? Withers. Loses it, withers away, loses nourishment. Right. And then, uh, and then additionally, if you have like changes in seasons, the climate changes, um, pests, right? All of those things are there that could damage your crops. And so you have to protect your crops as well. Um, and there's no such thing as a crop that waters itself. It's just not there. So as a, as a leader in a sales organization, you, you, you have to truly like nurture your people like that if you want them to bear fruit. Right. And this is where we are so unique as human beings because unlike crops, we can also nurture ourselves. Yeah. Which we should be doing. Yeah, like... Uh, you know, and, and you see this happen all too often. I see it happen. It drives me insane how many people are so good at passing the buck. I have everything I need to sustain life and I can actually nurture myself, but I pass the buck. Oh, well, my leader, my leadership layer stinks. Right. Well, dude, what does that have to do with you? Nothing. You know what I mean? I, and yeah. and so, same thing with leaders like, hey, but you can't just pass the buck and hope that your people are self-nourishing. If, if like, this is your organization, you just brought them into your atmosphere and sure, it's not your responsibility to make them happy. It is your responsibility to have a field that has been where the soil has been turned. You have, it's your responsibility to create an environment where thriving is possible. Growth. Growth. An environment of growth. Yeah. The farmer has to turn the soil. Farmer has to aerate. Farmer has to fertilize, you know, he creates the environment where growth is eminent. And so, yeah, your people can self-nourish, but imagine how much more powerful they would be if you created the environment where it was almost impossible to not grow. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be rad for joining me on another episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. This is the Wednesday Word Hey, if you are getting value out of the podcast, do me a favor, share it out. That is how we grow. We grow by helping others grow. So share out this episode of the podcast. We do this five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. On Thursdays, we bring you full interviews with subject matter experts from both in and out of the auto business for the purpose of exploring what it takes to create a thriving career in the retail auto industry. Every Wednesday, of course, the Wednesday word Friday fire is coming up shortly where we look at a quote spoken by some, some famous person, you know, maybe it's Barack Obama, maybe it's Michael Jordan, maybe it's, uh, you know, Maya Angelou, like maybe who, who knows, but we look at that quote and how yep. we can apply it to our lives. And then, uh, you know, join us on LinkedIn. We would love to be able to connect with you on LinkedIn at Michael Cirillo, at David Bradley. 
And until next time, keep the playbook open and dominate.